Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Yippee. How was your weekend? Oh, we're just, this is just, we're going in hot. I just, well, I was just thinking because you weren't saying anything and I just wanted to get this party started. Wow. Okay. You're just a bundle of fun. How was your meeting just now? Oh, it was great. Meeting with a, a group of, there's six of us. It's super fun. It's like a workshop. It's great. Real fun times. See, you're very talkative today, which is so No, good. it's fun. I just, I'm afraid that it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to say something and you're going to be like, oh, you're going to dampen I the was, mood. I told you I'm trying not to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's I'm on- trying to be very excited for you in your stupid little speed reading classes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my speed reading class. This is something that's very fun. It's, I uh, am a participant. I'm not a leader, which is great because I tend to usually like, as like leaders and pastors, we're usually like leading and spearheading things. Mm. And it's nice to actually be a participant and be in like the learning mindset instead mm. of the one that's teaching. And it's a workshop called Courageous Conversations. And it's like a racial reconciliation workshop where you can learn to communicate better on the topic of uh, racism in America. It's very cool. It's very awesome. I'm loving it. love that. It's actually really great. I love that. One of my mentors you. is leading it. So I'm just, I'm just like a proud mentee. Wow. Yeah, Grace, if you're listening to this, this is me trying really hard, so I don't want to get any messages about how I damper your sister's joy. It would be really, I think it would behoove you to be happy for me in this sector. Yes. Why would I, why would I not be? No, that's what I'm saying. It would be really, it would be really mean of you to be like, like on this topic. Yeah. But that's me on everything. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, thanks for being excited for me. I'm loving it. Can I share just a small little, uh, I almost said crumpet. I don't know why. <laughs> a small little crumpet of joy that I just experienced a couple of days ago. <gasps> yeah. Is it what you were telling me yeah, yesterday? Yeah. Is okay. It, uh, yes. You got to share it. Okay. Cool. Um, I play video games. Yes. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another video game podcast. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I feel If like, this was a video game podcast. What are you doing here? Right. I'm thinking of how long. Sometimes I like to see how long I could go talking yeah. about a subject that I know nothing about and yeah. I could go about two seconds. Yeah. So... Playing video games, and I, my wife, this is what's so weird, sorry, I have just a few qualifiers. My wife thinks that's what makes me a nerd. Not the like, video games? Not like the Marvel stuff or the superhero, mm, not the comics. Interesting. I, I have a lot, I'm interested in a wide variety of things, yes. but like, even like, sometimes I'll watch some anime or whatever, because my friends will send them to me, but she's like, no, none of that, the it's video, the video games. games. And I'm probably like, why? Because, probably because of the sheer quantity of time you spend on no, video games. Not anymore, not, but I know no, that you did for a while yeah, there but during that's quarantine. Not, I don't think that's it. I think it's literally just the... Just the video games. Yeah, like them themselves. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know why. Now like, I feel Anyways, bad. you're playing video games the other day. And if anybody out there has ever played video games, you know that like video, the video game world is not kind to women. It just mm-hmm. is not, which is much like the real world. Yes. Consistency <laughs> um, is key. So, welcome to another cough podcast. Um, so, these women are... Uh, like, typically, uh, in the games that I play, y- communication is a big deal. It's like yeah. a shooting game, and you have to know, like, where the enemies are, blah, blah, blah. You have to talk through things. And so, like, typically, when women are playing these games, they just don't talk. Because, like, as soon as they pipe up on a microphone... Got it. The guys are like, oh, you know, all the all the stupid cliches. Go back to the kitchen. You don't belong in video games. And they're actually very mean. And that, like, okay. that makes me sad. Because I'm yeah. just like, I, I want everybody to... I like playing. And I know yeah. what it does for me. It's relaxing. I want everybody to enjoy. Sure. So, anyway... uh. I get on this team. I don't know anybody on this team. I'm not playing with any of my friends. And like, I'm like trying to talk to these people. Nobody's talking back. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then one voice pops up and it's a girl. And she goes, hey, why is nobody talking? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. And like my brain automatically registers like, it's a girl. You have to be nice. And, and, and I want to be nice. Yes. And just going the extra mile. So I'm like, okay, and we're like talking, and I make sure to be like, hey, good job, nice, nice one, or you know, whatever. Yeah, encouraging her. Yeah, just because I'm like, dude, not all dudes are like mm-hmm. jerks on this video game or whatever, right? So anyway, we get almost all the way done with the game. Yeah. And then a third voice pops up, and this the first girl goes, Wait, what's your pronouns? And the third voice goes, she, her. And then immediately she just explodes with joy she goes oh my gosh i thought you were a girl i was i was wondering blah 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 it's so nice to see another girl in this game and then the third girl goes oh my gosh i think i think you're doing so good i wanted you to know that i i think you're great or whatever and it was just a solid little moment of like girl 
encouragement. And I that was like, so hey, sweet. you go. Hi, Israel. Hey, Israel. <laughs> We're just talking about, I, I don't know, what are we talking about right now? That's so sweet, though. Yeah. It was like they saw each other yeah. in the video game. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I see you. And I it, see you. And it was immediately like, hey, you know what? The world's not so bad. Yeah. I just was, it, it was such a small thing, but I was like, you know what? You go. You don't say anything in that exchange, do you? No. I'm. Like, I, 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 what do I say? Right. I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, what What am I supposed to say? And you're not going to chime in and be like, oh, yeah. like that's demeaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. And I, ju- yeah, I just think that, I don't know. I'm on Reddit. I see so many posts about how like girls will be like, you know, we get berated and talked to poorly the whole time. And yeah. like, it, it, there's not really anything anybody can do. Like the, the yeah, developers no can't really do it. it. Yeah, there's nobody monitoring yeah. that. So that know. is so sweet. I love that. Um, speaking of conversations in the digital world, I received an email. Uh, email, email. Hope it's from a female. <laughs> well, it is. I don't know what that's from. Is that's, that from something? That was like an old AOL like voice that you could it's like a notification voice oh okay okay like way back in the day so i got an email from someone and the title of it the subject of the email to the juice email okay last a few episodes ago you and i and cedric were having a conversation about like habits that we have that annoy our spouses yeah well i get an email from someone i'll disclose the name it's not fina uh, and the t- the subject of the email is trent's habits uh-oh and I received this email on Saturday. Are you sure this is not Fina? I'm positive. They, it's their name is on here. Can I know who it is off the air? I'm gonna let you guess. Okay. It's I don't know this person. Do I, I know the person? You know the person. Okay. I don't know them. Okay. They know you. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I get the, I get this email a couple of days after that podcast with you and right. I and Cedric launched of talking about uh, things that we do that annoy our spouses, <laughs> okay. and and they say. Just listen to the podcast with Cedric and habits that are annoying. When Trent was young, not sure if he still does it, but whenever he washed his hands, he would never dry them. He would just shake them in the air and water would get all <laughs> o- all over. <laughs> he would shake them in the air and water would get all over the mirrors in the bathroom or windows in the kitchen. Oh, God, it has to be my mom, right? He would also <laughs> fall in any water that was near. Lakes, rivers, doggy dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? I mean, when I say my mom, I mean my stepmom. Sorry, sweeter boo. But this needs to be known. Oh my by gosh, your it's my grandmother. It Denise. Yeah, it's my grandma. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and Sweeterboo is my nickname. That's the only nickname, or that that name is only used by one person. So yeah, that okay, gives it away. Yes. That is hilarious. That got me. The part where she says he would also fall in any water that was nearby lakes, yeah. rivers, doggy dishes. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, totally. She's. I'm still to this day very clumsy. Like, I feel like. There's, it's so weird. I feel like, uh, and I don't know, here we are talking about myself again, but like, I feel like I am so like hyper one way or hyper the other. Like, I feel like I'm so calculated and coordinated mm-hmm. in like very mm-hmm. specific areas of yes. my life. And then I'll just fall into a body of water. Yes. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know how to even reconcile that. And I feel like I'll fall into a body of water is a metaphor for like, you'll just Find myself Stop. in a mess. Find yourself in a mess. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, so is the hand washing thing still a thing? Do you use towels or do you just No, I do. I actually like I don't know I don't know when I developed this, but like I actually I, I'm not gonna say I wash my hands a fair amount. I just don't like having things on my hands. So like if I eat something that requires me to like eat right. the food with my hands, I don't like stickiness or sauce. Yeah, I hate wash that. your hands. I'm like that. So yeah. like I like my hands to be dry. And and like I don't know I don't like that. So you dry I don't want my hands, hands to be now. wet either. Got yeah, it. got it. But uh, that actually reminds me of something. That's so funny that she sent you that. I uh, saw that and I was like, I have to read this. Oh on my the god, podcast that is I, that's the first time I heard that. So yep. that's hilarious. But yep. um, I was uh, when I would go up to my grandparents' house. Uh, you know, it was, they lived in like a community area, but it wasn't like we knew the neighbors or anything. Sure. So I just basically drove, I rode my bike like up and down their driveway. Yeah. And that was, I would just do circles. So basically what I'm trying to illustrate is I had very little space to work with, but it, illustrating the fact of like how I got into this accident, I don't know. It was the same path a hundred times over. Anyways, I'm driving, I'm riding on this bike and my, my grandfather was an amazing, or is an amazing, uh, like he has just a green thumb. Like he loves like roses yeah. and like his yard is just beautiful. And so a few in, uh, along that pathway, it was just a few rose bushes. Oh no. And I was a bigger kid. So like my weight oh, no. on a bike 
just if I was tumbling down, Shifted. I'm just I'm just going. I'm yeah. gone. I'm just gone. Yeah. So like I feel my body start to like on one of the turns, I feel my body start to go no. one way. So I just hyper overcorrected and just yanked the the bike the other way. Oh no. And just basically bailed myself into a rose bush bed. And I just start yelling. Because like, it's hurting, probably. Ah! <laughs> yes. And I'm not joking. I'm probably like 10. This big old chunky kid just lying in this pedal of rosebushes. I'm like, help me. Help me. I'm in the rosebush. Help me. Like, you can't just get out of it. <laughs> well, because like if I push down. Oh, yeah. I'm just laying in like Thorn. thorns. Oh, no. Oh, my no. gosh, dude. There's so many stories. It's a thorn like in your side. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Anywho, just wanted to share that little tidbit. That is uh, fun. That is hilarious. But thank you. Yes. Thank you, Annie. In all honesty, was your weekend good? Yes, I had a big weekend. Yes, you did. Not me, but I got to share in somebody's big weekend. First of all, I'll tell you what it was, but it involved me flying on a plane. And there's little things that just drive me insane. One of them being... Uh, I have a backpack between my legs, obviously, because, you know, you can have a carry on on yes. the plane. And it is literally like I don't even know how to describe this because it's so granular, but it just is, it's important to how annoying it is. Instead of the backpack being like between my legs front facing, mm-hmm. I have it turned at like a 90 degree angle. So it's okay. like like between my legs so that you can access what's in it. Easier? Yes. And, yeah. and it's just like basically it be, being between my legs, it's thinner. So I right, can close right. my legs Turn a little it. bit more. Yeah. yeah. So. We're like landing where we're going and the flight attendant comes by and she goes, he goes, sir, can you turn your bag the other way, please? As he's picking up trash, I'm like, what? And he goes, hey, can, you, can you just turn your bag the other way? I'm like, why? And he goes, we're landing. I'm like, that does not answer my yeah, question. Yeah, he should say, put it under your seat. That's what I was going to say. Even that is annoying to me, but I'm, uh, I'm okay with that because I'm like, I don't know how me putting this bag underneath the seat in front of me is going to inhibit this plane from landing. Never mind the fact that we have airplane mode. Don't worry. I'm, I'm starting to sound like I'm 90, but I just irritated me so bad. I'm like, no, I'm not going to turn my bag 90 degrees. Why did he degrees. want you to do that? I don't know. It was like a power trip thing. I hate that kind of stuff so bad. Oh, I think so that it wouldn't be between your legs. I wanted to yank my AirPods out and just be like, no, sir, you know what? I'm not. What are you going to do? Throw me off this plane? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Land emergency landing? Yeah. We're there. Uh, are you just going to circle the, the airport? I wonder why. That is weird. Okay. Anyway, this is not like a problem with authority. I just was really annoyed. By okay. That. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Your backpack thing. Anyways, my, my sister got engaged. Woo. Shout out, Sophia. I know you listen. Congratulations. She got engaged. It Should was... I read her the ecstatic text you sent me? Sure. Um, Trent was so, so excited. <laughs> um, he said, well, you have to set it up. Uh, I was, I sent you the video thing for our, for how we record our podcast. Anyways, I had to send you some information. You sent me, you sent me some clips to post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some to edit. And, um, I'm sorry, the video, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you said, sorry, was busy. Sister got engaged, period. I'll edit these tonight, period. That's it. (laughs) And what what did you say? And I said, your enthusiasm is deafening. (laughs) That's what he said. I felt like. He said, sorry. My sister got engaged. Period. I felt like the I felt like the information that I was trying to communicate got across, mm-hmm. and I would get back to you shortly. Yeah, and that's and that is uh, why I thought I'd share this. Yes. with the class. So not a because it would have been even better if you, it would have been better if you said sorry. My sister got engaged! Exclamation point! I'll edit these tonight. I would have been like, yay, awesome. You're like, sorry, my sister got engaged. As if that was the inconvenience. No, no, no. It was not an inconvenience. Mm. I was saying sorry that I didn't get back to you sooner. Right, 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 right. So anyways, just to encapsulate the story quickly, like it was going to be, it was just kind of this back and forth. Like my sister's fiance's uh, part of her, uh, a majority of her family lives in Texas. Okay. And so like my, first of all, my sister's fiance is amazing. I actually knew, have known this guy for a long time. He was in my small group when I was doing some, Small groups. He's just an amazing kid. And he's want he's want uh he's wanting everybody to be involved in this whole process. Yeah. And so like everybody was really trying to help us find uh tickets out to Texas. And like we were looking, it was gonna be like six hundred dollars per person. Ooh, it was basically just not gonna be able to work. And so it was like, oh bummer that we can't be involved, but like I I wanna hear about it as soon as blah blah blah. So we wanted to be involved as much as we can. So last minute, uh somebody from uh, the fiance's family and then my stepmom were like, 
we found these really inexpensive tickets. Like you're going to be able to make it and we will help pay for them. It was like such a blessing last minute. And we were like, okay, sure. Let's find a way. So we had to drive down to San Francisco and like catch this early flight. And we made it out there. We didn't even stay in Texas for 24 hours. And you know, kind of along the way, like you're thinking like, oh my gosh, this whole like rigmarole for like getting on this plane. It was an inexpensive flight. So that translates to how the flight experience is. And then we finally land in Texas after traveling for literally 12 hours. And we walk through the door and my sister had no idea. And as soon as we walk, cause she keeps FaceTiming me, I get off the plane and she's blowing me up and I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't talk right now. Cause she has no idea that we're coming. Is she already engaged at that point? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. They got engaged and then they were bringing everybody back to the party. But got like it. one of the surprises was me and Fina coming out got to like celebrate okay. with them. And so we, uh, she keeps FaceTiming me and I was like, I can't talk right now. What's going on? Like trying to just play it off cool. And she's like, oh, just call me back. And she keeps FaceTiming me. I'm like, I can't answer the phone. Because you're traveling. She knows where we're going to be. And she, my sister is such a freak sometimes because we all follow each other on like find my friends or whatever. So I had to as instantly as I as I landed in Texas, I had to turn my and location And she probably off. saw that in she, your text messages. Is, we talked later. She was like, I was looking for you. I didn't know. Uh, I couldn't find you. Your location was off. I was like, I know it was off. You were you were searching for me. So anyway, she's FaceTiming me and FaceTiming me and we walk in the door and she just starts Oh, that's so sweet. She could not handle it. And it was just a very sweet moment. How sweet is that? Did y'all take pictures? Yes, we did. Okay, good. It was uh I'll I'll probably I'm I'm gonna try and insert this in one of the little That is so sweet. Yeah. And I let me see. Oh my gosh, stop it right now. She's crying. Yeah, she's she's very, very excited. How sweet. Is that your little brother? Yeah, oh, he's wow. looking up at me like, "Hey, what's up? What's happening? I love that we're all here." <laughs> yeah, because like, going on? like, I have for anybody who doesn't know, I have two four-year-old brothers. It's a really weird modern family situation. Love it. But like, for four-year-old kids, they don't have a concept of like we're in a different state. It's a big deal that you're there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, that, everyone's but, you know, there. like location, yeah, like yeah, yeah. traveling. It's just like, hey, you're here too at this cool. place that we're yeah, at together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a beautiful moment. How great! Shout out Bailey. Shout out Sophia. You're love you guys. I love That's your family. Really Seriously, it was awesome. Congratulations. Congrats. That's a big deal. And then they moved to North Carolina. Like it, within the last week? Yeah. <gasps> because they were in Georgia because that's after after he, he is in the army and he's got it. He's he's a monster in a great way. And so they, he just finished up a certain segment of his training. And so they're done with Georgia moving to okay. North Carolina. Okay. Yep. I gotcha. Shout out. Congratulations. Yep. Congratulations. Indeed. Um, my weekend was great. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always so, you always do that, so I'm just figuring that's how we're handling this. Now. You You're never like, ask. Well, You're never like, yeah, it was great. Anyways, how was your weekend? Like, you never just organically toss it to me. Well, it's so because I, have to I take don't it. inherently care. Mm, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> just joking. Okay. Well, I'll have joking. you know that I had the best uh, okay. weekend. Okay. <laughs> no. How was your weekend? It was fantastic awesome i had such a good weekend no one got engaged so not like that crazy but it was just one of those weekends that was a true weekend i tend to um work a lot and i know no fun um oh i know but this weekend i fully took off friday and saturday friday started off great did like we had a great um phone call with a, a family member um just like a fun little family time just okay. like a fun little zoom call we all we don't live near our family yeah. so zoom calls are our best bet no that's great that's all not, we can do i'm not laughing at that you're just like a fun little you know phone call and i'm like phone calls buckle sorry, up sorry it just i don't know i there's not much i can disclose right now for you know what it was regarding sure. or i'll tell you afterwards but i can't really share a lot about it but it was cool and um then we went to this amazing which i you, i don't know if you know this place it's there's a a private executive cheesecake factory. <laughs> Have you heard of it? <laughs> like Burger King? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I yeah. love Burger You're King. Like, we went to a nice little local spot called Burger King. It's like just like a boutique uh, cafe. No, we went to this. Um, oh, my mic just sounded. Was that? Did I mess up something? No, I think you just tugged on your mic a little bit. Oh, I think okay, good. cool. You're good. You're good. There's an executive airport near our house. Okay, it's like a private airport. You okay. know, where people that own planes can take off okay. it's not like southwest sure it's not like the sacramento international airport it's a small airport where the airplanes are stored there in their little garages but they have a like a breakfast cafe right in the middle that anyone can oh, go cool. to 
So we went to this cafe and they it's like breakfast all day, basically. And you can watch like all of these bougie people with their suitcases, cool. like getting into their private little planes and take off at this breakfast place while you're like enjoying pancakes. That's awesome. It's super fun. So we did that. And then we went to the um, farmer's market in Sacramento and we brought Fern and she had a wonderful time. She had her first flame and hot Cheeto. So, I know. I saw your Instagram story. Yeah. She was living life. So she's trying to make another visit to the vet? Yeah. She's just uh, really... I, I I can't decide if she's like trying to take her own life or something. Like, is she miserable and just like is trying to get out of this life that we've provided for her? I don't know. I was going to say something, but I shan't. <laughs> I shan't. <laughs> I shall not. <laughs> Anyways, it was so much fun. And there were so many other little dogs there. That cool. She got to make a lot of friends. They fo- She followed a few on Instagram. They followed her back at Fern Carreno. Um, and it was just, just a... Extremely subtle plug for your your dog's Instagram. Um, It was just a lovely, truly unplugged weekend. I was like Mm. hardly on social media. Savannah Carreno, unplugged. Savannah Carreno, unplugged. Mm. Uh, It's usually Savannah Carreno, unhinged. But today, it's unplugged. I think it's just funny because I think we were having a conversation last week where I don't even know how we got on this topic, but I was just like, Hey, man, are you taking some time off? Because, like, I knew you were yes. busy. It wasn't like you were, it wasn't like you weren't acting yourself, but I could tell that you were, like, just busy and probably reaching, like, your max. And yeah, I was like, stressed you, impressed. Yeah, I was like, are you taking some time off? And you're like, uh, yeah, I'll take a Saturday off. I'm like, how about another day? And you're like, I typically only take, like, one day off. I'm like, uh, how about trying to, you know, like, just going for the weekend? I don't know. I think also because you and I work in the ministry world, Sundays are actually our Mondays. Right, but Fridays we get off. I know. And which I love, by the way. I actually prefer that. Yeah, Because then Monday hits and you're already ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. It's already Tuesday for you. Mm -hmm. But it also throws me off because Friday, I still, everyone else in the world is working. So I tend to be in that mindset, like seeing everyone else work and everything You know how you always say I have like body dysmorphia, which Uh I don't. I'd like to just set the record clear. I do not have body dysmorphia, even though I eat eggs by the carton full while they're in liquid form. No, Trent was downing egg egg whites from a carton yesterday. I need everyone to know that that's wrong. Before we start getting into that, you need to take two days off because I think you have a problem. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm going to start. Yeah. I think I'm going to wean myself off into two days i'm gonna maybe start doing half day friday good and then hopefully be able to do full full two days i'm excited i was eating eggs from an egg carton that is true no from an egg carton no oh from a milk carton yeah yes 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 uh the other day uh, not the other day this is a consistent thing oh yeah but yesterday i think was the day that you you had told me before yeah um on our uh, staff's weekly visit to Chili's, that yeah. you said I'm We're just a bunch of high class folk around just here. Just eating Chili's. I don't know why that's become a thing, but now it's like, hey, we're all going to eat, and I know exactly where we're going. I'm like, oh, we're going to Chili's. And Anyways. you insist on doing that. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Hi, and welcome to Chili's. Every time, I'm like, oh, gosh. everyone knows. So, well, no, but wait, we need to talk about how when we sat down, the waiter came over, and you said to the waiter, you're like, hi, welcome to Chili's. No, she, you yeah. said that. You said that to the waiter. No, I you said hi. Well, it wasn't like I just offered that up right away. We were in the middle of like a. She caught me off off foot I because know. we were having like a, a heated discussion. Go figure. Right. And then she walks up. And she goes, "Are you guys okay?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're fine. Uh, I'm ready to order." Hi, welcome to Chili's. And she goes, "What?" I. Could not stop laughing. I thought that was so funny. Oh, do you remember the uh, conversation in the car ride back to you? We were like, because we were really having this like thorough conversation. Oh my God, we laughed so hard. We were having this thorough conversation (laughs) about like, would you rather be really smart, but somewhat ugly? Or would you rather be really gorgeous and kind of dumb? And Trent Wait, hold on. And we're having this. I know. We're having this conversation and we're really kind of going through like, what it would mean to me. So both. smart and ugly or pretty and dumb. Yes. And then after having this like full-fledged conversation about what the parameters would mean for both, Savannah starts to tee up the question, would you rather be and go into the question? And I just immediately cut her off. Uh, stupid and ugly. Stupid and ugly. Yeah, sure. I'd rather be, I was like, nope, I'd rather be stupid and ugly for sure. <laughs> As, and she just goes, uh... <laughs> I was like stupid and 
Oh my god! The worst of both worlds. And then, Stupid and ugly. Pants. And then we have two other coworkers who are sitting in the front who are like actually talking about work, and we're just we're just like two kids in the back, just <laughs> like we were in like the pilot seats. We were in somebody's of van. Crystal's minivan. Yeah, and they're having like a real adult conversations about work in the front, and we're, and we're just, like stupid. And ugly. We're dying in the back talking about being stupid and ugly, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, so that so got me. And yeah, it was one of those moments where uh, I felt like seven years old. Like we had our little seatbelts on in the pilot yeah, seats. Yeah, no, the back. When's the last time I drove somewhere and I'm not the one driving? And then we're just making jokes about how we're stupid and ugly. Oh my god. <laughs> It was like two That's got to be the title of this episode. Stupid and ugly. Stupid and yeah. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. Uh, yeah. Weekends were great. We both had great weekends. We did. Fantastic. We, we have did. a lot to cover today. We do. We'll make it kind of snappy. We'll, these are like short and snappy stories. Sure. Although um, I don't think there will be one thematic topic, but they're all worth talking about. So anyways, yeah. do we want to start with the Travis Scott situation? Yeah, we're a little late, but let's do it. I know, but I wanted to ask... Did he know that people were dying? Um, for those that are new to this topic, Travis Scott was having a concert. I believe was it for Astro World. Yeah, and a mob it was out in Texas, right? Yes, and like a mob kind of started, like a mosh pit almost. They not were, just one. Yeah, but there were a lot, and and everyone started pushing forward to the front, and this is thousands and thousands of people, and eight people died, and several were injured. Yeah. And my question was, how did ma- he know that people... How many people at the concert? Like 50K? Ooh, it was something insane like I think, that. I think it's either... I The two numbers I think I remember hearing were 50 or 100K. And I it was remember. something absolutely absurd. Absurd, yeah. Yeah, So like a Coachella situation. So this conversation's very, uh, very, very... Um, like there's so many different layers to this conversation, I feel like. And one thing that I don't want to do is because like, oh gosh, there's so many layers to this. If we just take the insulated or the isolated, the isolated event of Travis Scott performing his set and there were people that yes. passed I'm away. Pulling it up. How many people? Um, you keep talking. I'm okay. just making sure I get the right stats. No, you're good. Facts are us. Yes. Facts are us right here. Mm-hmm. Um, the cold hard truth. Ten people were killed, actually. Wow, really? Hundred, hundreds injured. Wow. Yeah. Um, if we take the isolated instance of him performing his set in the moment, and then these uh, number of people died, whether it was there or being transported somewhere, and then several people were injured, I don't think a hundred percent of the onus is on Travis Scott. Right, and I, it was fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Okay. Yeah. There is no way that he, as a performer. While right. feeling the burden of trying, like, hey, all these people are here. We've spent millions on, like, because this, this is something I was hearing a breakdown on another podcast. They were saying, like, they spent so much money on, like, the set pieces, the fireworks, all of the um, amenities that come with this set. And then you have all these people here who have traveled from far, from near, whatever, and you feel this burden to perform this set. So you're going yes. to continue. Yes, it's your. You have a job to do, and you're yeah. not hyper aware of what's going. Sure. Fifty thousand people. You're supposed to be knowing what's sure. going on with fifty thousand. Yeah, that's. And the yeah. other thing is too, there have been clips that have surfaced of him, who have been like, "Hey, hey, get this guy some water. This guy's passed out." Blah blah blah. Like there, there's been a couple clips of him like stopping, some madness so that people can be treated. Uh, there's so many different angles. Did you ever watch it? I think I mentioned this before on this podcast, but have you ever seen the movie Vantage Point? Yes. Where there's like, it tells the same story, but from six different With Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of how I like break this down because yes. like now I'm on TikTok. I know I'm old. It's fine. Just, it's fine. Uh, but I've heard stories from like paramedics who have said like, there was basically like, it, it was like a one to a hundred ratio for how many paramedics there were versus how many people were there. Wow. Or maybe maybe even more extreme. I have no idea. But there weren't nearly enough paramedics there. Basically, this one paramedic was telling a story about how he would travel into the crowd, find somebody who was in need of service, go go back to find his partner because I guess their code uh, tells them to like always travel with a partner. The partner would be, be getting caught up with somebody else. And then on their way back to that uh, initial person, they would find someone else who is in need of service. So like... Not an adequate way to help all the people right, that were there. Right, right. However. Fully equipped, yeah. However, <laughs> I have seen clips of Travis Scott at Astroworld. And 
he was crowd surfing, and I guess during one of his crowd surfing moments, his shoe got ripped off, and I don't know if it was intentional or not. Somebody said that one of the kids was trying to steal his shoe, stopped the song he was performing, and told incited the crowd to beat him up. <gasps> yeah. It was like, mess. He, he swore, but he was like, mess that kid up, mess him up, mess him up, mess him up, mess him up, and like was inciting this like violence on this this kid. And I, again... Maybe no. he was trying to steal the shoe. Maybe he wasn't. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, uh, it was just, I can't, you can't not hold both of those in the same conversation. Right. As you're talking, I've got the, all the numbers pulled up just yeah. so that I have them. Um, but what you're saying is what people are, what the article um, that I'm reading on Vulture right now is saying that people were compressed. They were, yeah. it was 50,000 people. And the people at the front were basically just smushed to death where yeah. they couldn't breathe. Yeah. And then they just die. Yeah. And I'm like, one, what a terrible way to die. And two, if we put all of the responsibility on Travis, then we actually aren't dealing with the cause. The reason that those people died was because, and, and it's stated in this um, article as well, I think a few quotes from CNN, that the that venue has had issues like this before. Yeah. Travis Scott's events that and, and events that breed this level of attendance have had issues like this before. So it's not Travis Scott's fault. It's the fact that nobody thought to think, oh, we have fifty thousand people here. Well let's get right. let's get fifteen hundred, let's get two thousand, let's get three thousand paramedics and security. Right. Let's have some sort of protocol that breaks these people up into sections so that people can't fully sure. smush to the front you know that's if you if you blame travis for the event you've absolved any responsibility from people that could actually do something about sure. it you know what i mean yeah i so think, I, I, I think that's a lazy way to to blame someone without actually yeah, having to because do there's so many solution. more people that go into the decision making process mm -hmm. for that event so mm -hmm. it, travis i think this is similar to listen i'm not i'm not stating any of my political beliefs at all but i think it's similar to when people like take such a vitriolic stance against the president whoever's in office sure. because at the end of the day there are so many people who are uh, enacting things that affect the public right more so than just the president yes y you can be mad at joe biden or donald trump or whoever whoever you want to be mad right. at but at the end of the day there's senators there's congress people who are pushing agendas who are pushing bills and i again this is not even a political rant this is just simply saying like hey there are more people who are at work here mm -hmm. other than the person who's the most front facing we find comfort in blaming someone or villainizing somebody yeah and having a scapegoat yeah, for our problems 100%. because then it absolves us of doing the real work of actually finding the cause and the solution. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, like, here's where things get muddy, though, too, because it's like the person who is the most front-facing, if you want to, like, if we want to take it in, in context of the president, or in this case, Travis Scott, they are going to be uh, the voice. You know, they're going to yeah. be, like, the mouthpiece because they they are they're just the public figure they're the they're the image of whatever they're right. the president is the image of the leader of our country Travis Scott is the image of the leader of this event so when he comes out and he does this apology video uh it got a lot of backlash it really? got a lot of backlash what did he say in the video um you know just the, just the stuff that you say like that when something like this happens not to not to normalize any of these tragic events but like what what would you say you know like i'm so sorry you know my heart goes out to the families and he's taking steps to try and like rectify some of these horrible things like you know he's sending money towards the families that uh for the funeral costs for the people whose family members died in this event um but you know in this video he's coming across like he filmed this instagram video and it's in a black and white filter. And some people were really being like, well, why'd you put a filter on it? You know, like that's it. That's an intentional yeah, thing sure. that you have to do. To, it's like for an appearance. I don't know. And then it's just kind of this. I think it's like three minutes long of him just kind of like monotone being like, man, I can't. I I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I'm so sorry. And it. Th this is another layer of interesting conversation, too, because like whenever there's somebody who is apologizing for something, um, whether it's. I'm apologizing to you, Savannah, for something I did. You are going to look at me and be like, how much, how did that apology feel? 
Yeah. You know, yeah. like that is something that people equate and evaluate, you right. know, like did their apology feel genuine? And it could have been. Yeah. But like if you didn't feel it, then that's a big deal. Right. And uh, I don't know because I obviously that video was not for me. So right. I don't know how the, the victims families felt. It's for them. It's and getting it, I'd say it's getting so ridiculed that there's parody videos on TikTok. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that you make a good point, like the devil's advocate of this, of no, Travis Scott doesn't need to be blamed for it, but there is an expectation, like putting 10 people's deaths on him. Yeah. That's unfair. Yeah. That's unfair. Um, but also there's the expectation that he, he as the leader, as the influencer, as the one that was the face of this event, yeah. has an obligation to speak out against it. Just like with anything, if if something were to go wrong or something event would happen, you know, God forbid, at the place we work or another organization, you would expect the leader of yeah. that per- place to speak out against it, to yeah. do something about it, because that's what leaders do. Yeah. And you have a musician who is maybe not equipped to lead in that way and through something like this well and like a mu- I, I wouldn't say that i think we all have a uh, i like i think we all have like a um a foundational starter kit on how to have human interactions sure like if i do something wrong and i feel bad about it i'm going to apologize yeah, that's everybody can do that yeah. i mean barring you know mental illness and narcissism whatever but we all have that but a musician or an influencer I'm not going to say that I'm expecting less from them, but I'm not, I'm not expecting them to come out with this polished, maybe super refined, you know, heart wrenching apology. That's, you know, supposed to move for the ages. You know what I mean? Like if we both do public speaking. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like I I have a, I, I have a way with words. I love talking. I love having meaningful conversation. So if I'm going into something knowing that I'm apologizing, I'm thinking about what I'm trying to say. I'm not doing that if I'm like leading a concert. And then like right. this unexpected event happens because you're also dealing with your own turmoil. Like I can't imagine what Travis Scott's mental state has right. been like lately. Right. So then like, again, I don't think this was necessarily thought out on his part, but do whatever you want. But like, I wouldn't rush to Instagram to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to get on here and apologize. Like, I don't yeah, know, man. That's I, a good th- point. There's so many layers to this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's so, it's so hard to like, and know what's right. I mean, you know, and this isn't an excuse, but he's, not a kid, but uh, a younger person that's a musician, rarely, with politics, I'm sure it is common for things to be just put on you and like you get the blame for it. Yeah. A musician who's just trying to like perform at an event is suddenly now blamed for 10 people's death. Yeah. That's a lot for someone who's not used to that level of blame and accusations so there's also that side and also you're a leader yeah no matter what it is what it is this is when you sign up for this career yeah you are also signing up for other responsibilities yeah like hey yeah no i didn't i didn't kill these 10 people but it happened at my event and i'm going to speak out against it so there's like tug and pull i do want to like this is i want to keep it balanced too because like I do think there's a level at which he is responsible, some some of it, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, going back to what I said earlier, like when he incited that violence, you know, like that's a that's a, that's a serious offense. You're, you know, st- like, you're stirring a culture. Yeah. Yeah. But also too, like and I was listening to this on another podcast. Cody Co was talking about this. I didn't know this outside of what he was what he was relaying in the moment. Um, but I guess Cody was saying that uh, before the concert started, like all day, they were playing music uh you know there's you know the sounds that they use in horror films that kind of like make you uneasy yeah like there's a specific instrument that they use to Uh craft those sounds like they were playing that that music on loop for like hours before the concert interesting so it creates an unease in people Uh uh so that's what i'm saying like you are already and you know there's a whole side to this conversation where people are discussing like the religious involvement like if if there's like satanism or um you know Dark Forts, there's always these like conspiracy things. I don't even want to get into that whole side of things. I'm simply saying, like, if if you are causing unease amongst people, right, on one level of the music you're playing beforehand and also to your inciting violence in the crowd, like yeah. that is a direct responsibility, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Like you have control over that. You, that is something you now need to evaluate yeah. and change. You have yeah, con- you do have point. control over uh-huh. that. So it's such a weird uh 
I said, dude, this is what was so crazy. I am a little claustrophobic, like not major, but like sure. I, I remember going to like, you know, like the, uh, uh, what's it called? not santa monica what am i trying to say santa cruz like oh, there's yeah. these santa cruz caverns like that we went to as a kid and i'm i remember thinking to myself if i did this now as an adult i would freak out really? i had to get into the back of a car uh you know traveling to the airport that was like packed with luggage and i started to like i had to like do some breathing exercise i'm not joking and i'm seeing these videos on tiktok of people taking videos of themselves under like tens of people like on TikTok, like they're in this Astro World concert and they're like just being crushed by bodies because like they're in they're at the bottom of the pit of this mosh pit and people are screaming and saying like you're on my leg and like you're on my arm or like I can't breathe or things like that. And just from viewing this video on my phone, I'm getting like secondhand claustrophobia. Oh my God. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like there is there's real like tragedy that's taking place yeah. here uh that's what, I said. What, a, uh, what an awful tragic way to die yeah, too like yeah. you went to some somewhere a concert not thinking you were stepping into a risk that it included I death know, that's just our heart goes out to the families that yeah, seriously. um are suffering from the losses from that and yeah there's yeah tragic. it just i think it continues the conversation of safety i mean you know there the thing with um Gosh, bless her heart, Ariana Grande when she was doing the Manchester tour, yeah, and yeah. someone uh, pulled a out bomb. a weapon, oh, yeah, or I, a bomb. Yeah, was you're it a right. bombing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just when you have that many people in a room, the risk factor just skyrockets. Skyrockets, yeah, 100%. and how do we better engage in uh, protocol, security, making sure that adequate people are there? Yeah, for that's medical what's aid. crazy. Is like with with something like this you or with something like that you can villainize the person who's who's committed the bombing but like with something like this there's no like attacker no that's what's yeah that is like a level which is so crazy to me it's like once you get to a certain level of people you can't control a crowd right yes there's factors at play and there's there's responsibilities taken but like if you don't have the staff to control like if you are not adequately manning your your uh, stage or your wherever venue you're at, you can't control a crowd of 50,000. No. If you have a hundred people, that's not enough. And it it goes to show the mentality of when you get enough people together, if a few people start doing something, suddenly it's okay. If I'm in a crowd, if you you told me what would happen if we all ran forward, I'd be like, oh, well, the people at the front are going to get smushed. But then when you're in the moment, you're like, yeah, I'll run forward. It's like your logic just goes away when you are yeah. in uh, the the crowd, the herd mentality. I've I've been in situations not like not as extreme as this, but like where, um, you know, like you're in a crowd and like a crowd's walking somewhere. And then like you hear a voice over the over the sound system that's like, we're going to be start like if you're at a conference or, or something and we're going to be starting in five minutes and the crowd starts to pick up its pace you start to inherently pick up your pace because you're like oh my gosh i I gotta go i gotta go like yeah yeah you immediately feel the herd mentality yeah you feel Mm -hmm. that like burden or that energy to like follow what's happening yes and so like if some that i'm i'm simply saying as a human not as who i am like truly but like if there's somebody who's like i'm i don't i actually don't even listen to travis scott but if if the person who I've come to this concert for, and he's like one of my favorite artists, whatever, and he's like, yeah, mess that kid up. I'm I'm probably throwing some punches. Wow. Because in the yeah. moment, I'm thinking yeah. like, yeah, this guy's coming against this person that I love. Yeah. Or like adore, admire, or whatever. You get swept up in, in the, moment. the mentality. That yeah. Ever, yeah. Yeah. And so I mean, I do not con- again. I do not condone any of these things. I think that's horrible. What's happened? I do think there is some onus and responsibility on this man. I think it's just a. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think venues and uh, events like this just need to do better. Yeah, absolutely. Should we move on to our second topic? Sure. Okay. It's a very, <laughs> smooth I, transition. I don't have a smooth transition for it, but I am really interested in your thoughts. So, really? and I know First that you, I actually, no, I really am. Let me pull up the photo. I don't know. Cause when you, can you send us a little like a pod agenda and I don't know when you sent this item I don't have any idea what this I is I know about. okay so I have the photo so I'm talking about the Kendall Jenner dress situation mm-hmm. this past weekend so many things I'm not interested in it's not about the it's not about the style well okay. kind of it's more about the etiquette so this is what I'm curious about I hate etiquette no no we're but it has to do with wedding we are both married and I think it will be interesting to hear from a guy's <gasps> perspective what? on the you'll see what I mean okay 
Kendall Jenner attended and was a bridesmaid at a wedding for Lauren Perez this past weekend. That detail is the names. You don't have to know who that is. Great. She was a bridesmaid. So she was wearing the bridesmaid's dress. Sure. Like everyone else. Then for the reception, she changed into this dress. Okay. Yeah. That's a. How, what are you, and there's a lot of backlash on yeah. wearing that to someone else's wedding. Yeah. What are, and we, can we insert this photo in the. Potentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you, and you guys can look it up. Just type in Kendall Jenner, uh, Lauren Perez wedding dress and you'll see it. Sure. It's a dress that is more not a dress than a dress. It actually has more space cut out than mm. fabric of the yeah. dress. It's, it's yeah. It's very provocative. It is. If you looked at someone wearing that, like if someone wore this to a, like if she wore this to an event, I wouldn't think twice based sure. on all the other stuff she's worn, but to a wedding. Sure. A lot of people are saying that she's stealing the attention from the bride. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I don't know if I, okay. So, um, yeah, it's hard. I, so we talked before this, uh, this is a quote from my, uh, from my friend. I can't remember if I told you this on the pod or off the pod, but I can't remember if I did, but a, a friend of mine who I used to work with, who, uh, is wanting, was wanting to be a writer. Uh, one of the quotes that he always told me stuck out in my mind. And it'll never leave me. And he said, uh, just because, uh, or because we've always done it that way is not a good reason to keep doing that. And so okay. I kind of think about it in context of this conversation. So it's like if these people are getting married and that's kind of like that's the spotlight's on them. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Lauren Perez and whoever she got married to. Um, It's their day. If it was me. And I'm a, I don't think there's any kind of clothes that a guy could wear to be like, oh, look at me. I think the know? equivalent would be like if, if a guy showed up to a wedding in a, in a suit, but with no shirt underneath, sure, like sure. shirtless with a blazer. Which that's a very popular thing to do. I feel like now. To a wedding? Not to a wedding, but just like. That's it, what I'm saying. But to certain events, yeah. you know. Um, I would not want the attention to be on me. Like if I'm, especially if I'm a bridesmaid or, a, or in this case, a groomsman, I would assume that like I'm really close with these people. Right. So I would want to highlight them. I want you to be the, the focal point. I'm just not in that world though, either. I'm not sure. in like the celebrity world where like Kendall Jenner, Kim Kardashian, the Kardashian uh, Jenner clan is like known for fashion and like being edgy and like that's their thing so it's like that's on that is very much on brand for one of them to do that yeah so like again did the bride have a problem with it i don't i don't know i don't think so yeah so i'm like if she doesn't care then why do we care i don't think what i'm taught wanting to talk about is not whether or not like we would care sure it's more the idea of is it archaic this idea of you you know you're respectful of the bride and groom like do does it matter what you wear to a wedding that, that's kind of that's kind of like in the context of what i'm saying because okay. like what inherently baked into like weddings is tradition mm-hmm. and tradition is just like a fancy way of saying we've done this for so long yeah okay so like i it's just like such a weird conversation i'm just like well why not wear this to a wedding i don't know like if cuz if at my wedding I, my wife is is just I don't want to say bougie that sounds negative but she like she likes very nice yes she has good taste she has very good taste exactly and so like if one of my groomsmen was like hey bro I want to I want to change into a white t-shirt after the ceremony I'd be like I don't care she might have an issue with it yeah so like in this in the context of this conversation I'm like if she wants if Kendall wants to wear this dress or whatever and the bride doesn't have a problem with it that's kind of like that's where that's the only place that my mind can go to i'm like well what does a bride care no great mm. in the in terms of like kind of what you're talking about is like what do we what is acceptable to wear to a bre- a wedding i always ask the bride and groom is this okay cool so i guess it brings me because i think i think we disagree on this okay because this dress if i saw someone wearing this like i would never wear this to a wedding why because the bride might not care. Sure. But I am inherently me trying to gain attention. Sure. This is you don't wear this. You wear this knowing that you're getting attention from But it. if your whole life is about getting attention. Does that make it if my whole mission in life is to get people to join not, my not pyramid mission, scheme, not, I'm not going to the wedding and pitching my pyramid mission, scheme not to people. Not mission. Just your because 
A mission is different than a brand. Okay, but if your whole brand is that, does that mean that it's okay? I think it. I think as a, I think as like the person who's heading up the wedding, that's kind of a risk you have to calculate. If I yeah. like Kim Kardashian, if uh, I'm going to draw just the most absurd hypothetical, if when I was getting married to my wife, mm-hmm. and my wife and Kim were just the biggest friends, yeah. and whatever, she, and you knew Kim Kardashian was I, coming to your wedding, yeah, the focus is inherently not going to be on me and my wife. Yeah, everybody in my circle is is going to be like, oh my gosh, Kim Kardashian's here, and I'm just choosing her because she's the biggest Kardashian. Sure, yeah. Um, so on a much less extreme scale. If you are having Kendall Jenner be a, a bridesmaid and you know who she is, you know what her brand is, there is going to be a, a, a portion, a, a percentage of the attention going to her because of who she is. Sure. I don't, I've never heard of Lauren Perez before and I'm sorry, should I have? Should I, I don't have? think so. Yeah. But, but she, so she's inherently less famous than Kendall, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be a portion of the audience who's like, oh my gosh. Lauren looks so beautiful, but have you seen Kendall? Yeah, I I hear that of like, you take a risk, but I think we're coming at it from two different perspectives. You're saying from the bride or groom's perspective, you should expect this. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, people might expect it, but is it inherently right? I don't know if it's, see, I think I don't like, I don't like categorizing things into right and wrong. I actually don't believe a lot of things can be categorized into right or wrong. Right. They're all just well, arbitrary. That's what you're forcing me into right now. No, I'm I'm wanting to look at the other side instead of looking at I'm it from the bride and groom's perspective. I know. Look at it from uh if you were doing this perspective. Like sure, why sure. wouldn't you? I want the I would not do it. Why not? Because I I am not are you asking me Trent the normie or yeah. Trent like a celebrity? No, Trent, why would you not show up well, to a wedding? There's with- nothing about me or my brand that like needs or desires attention is that really why you wouldn't do it yeah you no. would, you when you chose you said you know what i am gonna wear a shirt to this wedding because that's on brand for me okay I, that's me, the thought process you have okay well for it's it's not a one-to-one comparison and here's why because like if it, i kendall Jer, jen oh, okay <laughs> hi everybody welcome to another juice podcast um if i was as in shape as Kendall Jenner. You know, she's in shape for a woman. And if I had an equivalent sure. in shape male body mm-hmm. and I was like, I can wear whatever I want. And like the less I wear, the more looks I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there was, there would probably be like an appeal to that. Like, Oh, I, I want to get that attention. But like, if you just, if that's the only change in this equation and I'm still like, I still have the same job. I still live the same life. Like my job isn't dependent on like notoriety or like brand recognition. Mm. So like I can be a, a face in the crowd and it not be a big deal. I feel like these celebrities that and it's not this is not a slant on them, but like the Kardashian Jenners, they thrive and and make their money and their brand off of notoriety and yeah. a- attention. So like me, I wouldn't do it because I don't need it. They probably there's probably a part of this them is that a PR that. stunt for her. Always, yeah. always. It's it's not. Yes. This is a now PR that we're stunt. all talking about it. Eight one eight's probably going to get more hits. I don't her eight one eight. Her tequila brand. Okay. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah. or like their their clothing line. Sure, their sure. Makeup. All of this. If you can, that's what that goes back. Keep to that everyone old, talking. Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. it goes back to the old phrase like no PR is bad PR. Right. Right. It's like you if you get people talking you get people circulating towards your stuff. Yes, that makes sense. I just thought it was fascinating and I really wanted to uh, discuss it. Um, the last Why thing- would you, do- wait, hold on. Why would you, would you do it? No. Why? One, I don't feel comfortable with that level of sure. exposure, sure. But, but I'll take it another direction. I would never wear something to a wedding like a, uh, you know, a, a big fluffy dress. Sure. You know, there's the rule of, you know, don't wear white, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's a normal rule. And that reminds me, you were saying that it's tradition doesn't mean that it's right. But if right now in society, if wearing white to a wedding is seen as disrespectful, regardless of if it seems arbitrary or not, I'm not going to do it because inherently I'm being disrespectful because mm. that's what society says. Yeah. So... Until times have, times have changed, until we evolve out of that tradition and it becomes less arbitrary, sure, it's still a sign of disrespect. Just like, uh, you know, in some countries, shaking someone's hand is a sign of disrespect. So, like, if I go to another country and I shake someone's hand, yeah, 
to me, I think nothing of it, but to them, it's disrespectful. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So there's that side of it where I'm not going to wear white because, yeah, it's just a color. But in our day and age, yeah. it's disrespectful. At the same time, on top of that, I wouldn't wear something that's super provocative or attention um, over the top. Yeah, like a super bright, shiny, yeah. you know, big dress or like yeah, a, yeah. a long cape, you know, anything that yeah. is, you know, just insane or looks yeah. more like a costume. I'm not going to because I am inherently telling the bride, I want people to stop looking at you for a moment and look at me. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Kendall, obviously, for her, her priorities were different. She was like, yeah, I'm going to, I want people to look at me because that's my brand. Sure. And that to me, I was kind of like, oh, you couldn't just. I, this is the other realm that I feel like it goes into. It's like, okay, so you t pick it, everybody in your mind right now. Imagine just the, the biggest celebrity that you can think of, like the most, the best in fashion. I mean, but other celebrities were at her wedding. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, but. Kendall is not the, I'm not even, Kendall wasn't even the one getting married. I'm just saying right now. So like Kim, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, when they got sure. married or whatever, I, I can't even think of anybody bigger than that in our modern day and age. I'm imagining at their wedding, there were some top tier movers and shakers, you know, yeah. like there are celebrities, yeah. there are fashion moguls, you know, like there are people who, uh, are inherently attention drawing, yes. not even by what they wear, but just who they are. Mm-hmm. When you get into those settings, I feel like uh, the attention getting, like in in this respect, the attention should be on Kim, like Kanye too, but like Kim because she's uh -huh. the bride. But like, I feel like when you enter into these these contexts, like you are overwhelmed with who the attention should be on because it's like, oh, Kim looks beautiful, but look, there's Lady Gaga and oh my gosh, there's Drake and you know, like I'm just throwing out celebrities, sure. but like. If you were just somebody there, like if I went to that wedding or you're just a normie, or even if you're somebody in the industry, like you are just overwhelmed by like all the things that grab your attention, not just like what people are wearing. So like, I'm guessing this is not, again, this is a, a scaled back version of that. But like, if you are having celebrities at your wedding, i.e. Kendall and other, uh, other unnamed celebrities, the attention inherently isn't going to always going to be on the bride and groom like it would be at just a, a plebe wedding so in that case shouldn't celebrities dress even more subdued knowing that they have the power to no because it's not about the dress in my mind yes mm. the dress maybe would add some sauce but like people are looking at kendall no matter what man mm. you know what i mean yeah i guess in my mind i'm thinking if they're going to be looking at you no matter what at least wear something that is less Eye-catching? No, more respectful. I think, too, like, listen, modest is hottest to me. No problem. I'm I'm, I'm so for And that. this isn't a modesty. I hate the word modesty, and I just think it's been twisted to no, no, mean no, that totally. women should walk around this in is kilts, not, but... It's not what we're, we're, we're centering on. I'm just saying, like, I think a couple things. One, whatever Kendall wears, that comes with the package of having Kendall at your wedding. That's just, that's, I think, I think that's a risk that you take when having people of that nature at your wedding. Okay. People of that nature being like in the industry, your brand relies on notoriety. And don't get me wrong. I fully agree with you. Again, yeah. we just approached this from different. Yeah. I fully agree with that. As, as if I was a bride, I wouldn't do that though. If I was a bride and I was inviting Kendall, I knew that that was a risk. Yeah. And then step on the other side of the room as Kendall. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we are just talking about it as two sure, different perspectives. Sure, sure, sure. As a bride, no, you know what you're signing up for. You shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. As Kendall, I want to talk about why you thought this was okay and why would anyone ever really do this? Well, also, too, how old is she? Who, Kendall? Yeah. I don't know, like 22? Exactly, dude. Yeah. How often? I'm not even trying. This isn't targeted at her. Take any 22-year-old. Yeah. You walk into a room, it's all about you, dog. Yes, yes. It is all about it you. Is the, it, you're just the like, mindset. oh my God, you're getting married. That's so crazy. I was thinking about getting married. Yes, that is literally like the Gen Z way. It's not just a generational thing either. I'm a millennial. I did the same thing. Right. I walk into a room, it's about me. Yeah. And still, like, I have to make sure I'm not doing that because I don't want to make everything about me. I want to celebrate others. Yeah, she's don't. young. She probably wasn't thinking, is this dress appropriate for this wedding? Do I look good in this dress? It was, do I look good in this dress? That was the only yes. line of thinking that she uh -huh. she uh -huh. calculated. Yes. Do I look good? Yeah? Run it. It's good thoughts. Good thoughts. Um, Do we have time to, for our final topic? What time is it? Oh, we don't. 
We don't. We can, but we can re- uh, break it down in our next episode. Great. Or maybe a bonus. Maybe a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Wow. You are the worst at goodbyes. What do you gonna what do you what do you have on the horizon? I hate goodbyes. Uh today I hate goodbyes too, actually. It's just sad. You know, I don't want to see everyone go. You, you know? know what? May my grand as my grandma always said, may the Lord bless you and keep you until we meet again. Why is that so sad? Is it because I know that it's she because has died? It's the last thing she said to me. Stop. Yeah. One of my grandmothers, not the one who has outed me as sweet. At the email. <laughs> Uh, what do I have on the horizon? Yes, we got um You working lots of out fun anytime stuff. soon? My, Lord knows you need it. <laughs> Just, I work out five days a week. What more do you want maybe from me? Maybe you should. Oh my gosh, when I do this. Oh, look at that, look dude. At, look at my arms. Okay. Yeah. Look at. Oh my gosh. I'm Wait, feeling good about do myself. do this. Like that? God, does it hurt when you do that? No. Oh, Because yeah. there's something there. <laughs> Whenever I do this, I get a headache. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you should have a touch more body dysmorphia. I'm just Whenever joking. I do this. I, this is all just jokes. If anybody is listening and they think I'm serious, I'm not. I'm just and joking. And I started that. I can't. I've I created know. a monster. I'm just yeah. joking. I just don't want anybody listening to think that I'm endorsing body dysmorphia. I think everybody is perfect the way they are. Yes. You should not challenge yourself to grow or change at all. You should just be sedentary and complacent in who you are currently. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>